The information provided is not intended as financial, tax, or legal advice. You are encouraged to seek financial, tax, and legal advice from your professional advisors. This is Gulf Coast Financial Talk with Jeffrey LaBelle from Gulf Coast Wealth Advisors. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Jeffrey provides his clients and prospects the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Gulf Coast Financial Talk with Jeffrey LaBelle. Hello and welcome back to the show. My name is Jeff LaBelle from Gulf Coast Wealth Advisors. If you'd like more information about what you hear today, please give us a call at area code 941-362-0700 or please visit our website at www.golfcoastwealthadvisors.com. And of course, while you're at the website, click on the radio page and check it out. Feel free to subscribe to any of the programs. And of course, please don't hesitate to reach out to us with any questions you have. Okay, well, our regular listeners of our show know that we talk a lot about retirement. In fact, if you went through our show archives, you'll find that most of the things we mention has to do with retirement. And why is that? Well, when it comes to personal finances, getting ready for retirement crosses generations and income brackets. In fact, really doesn't matter where you live or how much money you make. It, it just doesn't. When it comes to retirement, everyone is thinking about it at some point in time. So with all of that in mind, I thought it would be a wise idea to spend our time today really digging through some of these retirement savings tools like 401k IRAs and then some other similar options that maybe you haven't heard of. But before we go any further with today's topic of retirement, let me introduce my co-host, Tony Shore. How are you doing today, Tony? Well, I'm doing great, Jeff, and I, I've had a busy, busy week, but still good, still good, and looking forward to 2021 and hope to get, hope to get that vaccine soon and try to get back to some sense of normalcy here. But overall, I'm good. The family's good. How about you, Jeff? Are you busy? This is probably a busy time of year for you, isn't it? You know, it is. Of course, uh, before the end of the year, we did a lot of tax planning strategies. And now 2021, we're looking at potentially some new changes in the tax code. Uh, of course, we're always meeting with clients and um, keeping really busy. Family's doing great. I have two kids getting ready to head back up to Boston to the chilly weather, uh, unlike here in Florida. Going back to college, huh? Yep, they're both heading back. I have a son going back at the end of the week, and my daughter, who's at Boston College, heads back at the end of the month. So wow. we're going to miss him. Yeah, same here. Same here. My son is going to be going back to school here in uh, less than a week. So, uh, you know, we'll miss him. It was great having him home for a while. That's for sure. So, uh, you know, you mentioned we talk about retirement a lot, and that is true. Uh, we really do. Uh, but then again, why wouldn't we? I mean, a financial strategy is 
really to make your working years a little easier in terms of emphasizing savings and insurance and developing other income streams. Uh, because the bottom line is retirement for most is for most people the crown jewel of the financial strategy. That's why we put money in our 401ks and IRAs and invest is because when that working paycheck stops, uh, you're going to need income. And I, I think that said, I, I like the idea of spending time today talking about specific retirement savings tools. I think that's a great idea. So what do you have for us? Okay. And, and by the way, I think, you know, retirement planning is really a structured way to get the ball moving. So you have something in place and, you know, I just love talking about this. In fact, I chose today's topic really, it came from a Forbes article I recently read called best retirement plans for you. So the article does a great job of really describing several different types of retirement savings tools. So I want to go over that today. Uh, really, the article starts out by looking at what I think everyone knows is individual retirement savings tools like an IRA. And most people understand what a traditional IRA is, but I like to go in and dive in a little bit deeper. Um, I want to make sure everyone understands it completely and what their options are. Yeah, I think that's great. And I think traditional IRAs are pretty common. And in terms of who's eligible for one, it's pretty wide open, isn't it? Uh, That's exactly right, Tony. So if you're earning taxable income, you can more more than likely open up an IRA, an individual one. So if you're one of the folks that doesn't have any retirement options with your employer, like a 401k, then the contributions you make to your traditional IRA are often tax deductible. Very important. So the money you filter into your traditional IRA may be invested in just a wide variety of investments. I'm sure most people know what mutual funds are or exchange traded funds, and they're often called like ETFs. So the money you make on the earnings in one of these IRAs is tax deferred. And then when you begin withdrawing them after age 59 and a half, then it's going to be treated as regular income. Interesting. So uh, that's it's good to understand these things. And I, I, I hear what you're saying. And uh, to me, it just means, hey, I got to work with somebody like yourself uh, to make sure uh, that I'm dotting all the I's and crossing all the T's. I mean, there are contribution limits with traditional IRAs, though, aren't there? Yes, they are. And as the article notes, in 2020, people are able to contribute up to $6,000 in a traditional IRA. But if you're a little older, really 50 years old or older, there's what's called a catch-up provision, and you can contribute up to $7,000 a year. So that's pretty good to have. And by the way, the next piece we really should look at, you know, a lot of people understand uh, a regular traditional IRA, but I like to address a Roth IRA. So the limits on a Roth IRA are very similar. So if your annual income is below a certain threshold, a Roth IRA may be something really you should consider. The money you put into a Roth is not tax deductible. But the great news is when you pull it out during your retirement after age 59 and a half, 
then it's going to be treated as regular income. You don't pay taxes on the earnings or the withdrawals. So that's that's pretty neat. Wow. Okay. I did not know that. And you mentioned Roth IRAs have an income threshold, though. Tell us about that. Right. Uh, great question. So I always recommend that clients, advisors, we get together with their CPAs to determine where they are with their income. So as Forbes notes, the amount you can earmark for Roth IRAs dependent on your income. And you can only set up a Roth if you make less than 139000 a year if you're single or 206000 if you're married and filed jointly. So, you know, in my opinion, Roth IRAs may be a great resource for a lot of our listeners, but I'd recommend sitting down with an advisor, sitting down with your CPA before any final decisions are made because there's rules and they could be a little tricky. Yeah, it sounds like it. And you definitely want to work with a financial planner and advisor like yourself who's going to look at everything, your own personal situation, because everybody is unique, and really work on you know what's in your best interest. And that's what you do for your clients and the people you meet with. And I know our listeners can uh, do that as well. And if our listeners have any questions about what we're talking about, how do they get a hold of you? They could reach us locally because we're downtown Sarasota, but we have you know, clients all around the country. Our phone number is 941-362-0700. And of course, check us out on the web at gulfcoastwealthadvisors.com. All right. Sounds good. Now uh, we're talking about, we've been chatting about various retirement savings tools that might be a good fit for someone's overall financial strategy. And Jeff, it's been an interesting conversation. I'm excited to keep it going. What do you have for us next? Okay, so we talked about the Roth IRA, the traditional IRA. The next tool that in the Forbes article I read was best retirement plans for you. And this is really neat because it, it mentions spousal IRAs. And a spousal IRA is a strategy for married couples. So they can implement this strategy to increase the retirement funds using an IRA. Put simply, if one spouse doesn't work or if that spouse earns a lot less than the other spouse, they can set up a spousal IRA and that could be a huge impact on your retirement. So this is how it works. The spouse who isn't working or who, or who earns less money simply opens a traditional IRA or a Roth IRA in their own name and then contributes money based on household income. So remember, you're otherwise limited to contributing how much you, not your household, makes in a given year. So that's really, really important. So the option to open another IRA and then contribute the yearly maximum may allow some married couples to essentially double their IRA retirement savings on an annual basis. It's a great tool to use, Tony. Wow. Yeah. A spousal IRA sounds fairly straightforward to me. Uh, but again, it's another area where sitting down with a seasoned financial services professional to talk about all the pros and cons of it makes a lot of sense. So what's the next retirement savings tool you want to talk about, Jeff? Okay. So with IRAs, there's usually limits on how much you can put in or you know limitations based on how much you can make. So sure. I, I like looking at another type 
It's, uh, it's really a savings tool. And in the article, it mentioned when it comes to retirement, take a look at fixed annuities. So this is, this is pretty neat. So let me kind of explain. At its most basic level, an annuity is simply a contract with an insurance company that may ultimately supplement your retirement savings. And although there are many different types of annuities out there, Forbes urges you to think strongly about these type of fixed annuities. So, you know, fixed annuities are typically pretty easy for most of us to understand. And compared against other types of annuities, it, you know, there's variable annuities and, um, you know, deferred indexed annuities, but a fixed annuity is, is pretty basic. So in some cases, fixed annuities have fairly consistent benefits across products and may have reliable tax deferred growth. Additionally, in some instances, a death benefit may also be paid out to your designated beneficiary after your passing. So while these annuities may have many benefits, they do come with risks. So investopedia.com gave the example that if you need to get out of one of the these contracts early, look out because there could be what's called surrender charges, which would obviously reduce the amount of money that's in there or called the accumulation value. So, you know, we have to look at it closely, but it's a different way of investing for your retirement. So finally, unlike with some of these other savings tools on non-qualified annuities, they really don't come with potential IRS contribution caps. I mentioned that before. So you don't have limitations on how much you can put into it. So again, this is different strategies we're looking at, whether it's annuities, IRAs, Roth IRAs, spousal. I think it's, uh, it's something that's important that you meet with a, a qualified advisor and your CPA and kind of determine strategies moving forward for retirement. Yeah, I think that's really important, Jeff, and I'm glad you went over that. You know, I know that fixed indexed annuities are a popular retirement vehicle right now with a lot of baby boomers out there. So uh, you need to look at all your different options for retirement income and how you're going to get there and how you're going to make sure that income will last as long as you do. Uh, the old line, you know, you don't want your bank account to hit zero before your blood pressure does. <laughs> that's right. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So uh, what do you want to talk about next? Let's talk about employer sponsored plans. And ah. I've talked about these before, you know, the 401ks or sure. other ones. So, you know, I want to address this because it's very important. Uh, in one of the articles I read from Forbes, you know, they, they talk about what a traditional 401k is. And I, I think it's important to highlight what a 401k is. Uh, most of you, most of the listeners out there probably pretty familiar with what makes this option work about going into a 401k. But for those who aren't familiar with it, a traditional 401k really provides opportunities to contribute your retirement savings with pre-tax dollars. So that's important to note. And this is similar to a traditional IRA if you qualify for a deduction. So this means your pot of money grows tax deferred and you don't pay taxes on your earnings until you retire and start to make withdrawals. After age 59 and a half, then it's gonna be treated as regular income. So 
there's some key features and things I like to, to talk about. Many employers incentivize participation by matching. And I think this is a key. And I talked about this before. If you have a 401k out there and your employer matches, please take advantage of it. Yeah, you got to do it. You just have to. And I talk about the different articles I read. And in 2020, the contribution max for a traditional 401k is 19500 or 100% of your salary, actually, whatever is smaller. So it's important to know those. You should also note that if you're older than 50, you can make an additional contribution up to 6,500. So employer contributions don't count on that excess or like the catch-up provision. Um, it really doesn't count with regards to that. Okay. Uh, that's good to know. I mean, that's really important. And of course, you don't want to leave money on the table. So like you say, you've, you've got to uh, take advantage of that employer match. And um, if you have that match, you have to factor it in because again, it's free money. So what do you have next for us? Yep, absolutely. So the next thing I talked about Roth IRAs, we talked about 401ks, but some employers offer what is called a Roth 401k. Pretty neat. So with this tool, the money you contribute comes out after tax dollars. That means you pay taxes on it, which makes it different than a traditional 401k. So, you know, eventually withdrawals are not taxable income because You've paid taxes on the front end. So Roth 401ks come with the same contribution limits as traditional 401ks. So if your company offers a 401k match and, you, and you've chosen to go with the Roth 401k route, your employer match will be placed in a traditional 401k on behalf due to federal rules. So it's important to know these rules. So when it comes to making the call between traditional 401k and a Roth 401k, you know, you may want to simply think about when you start taking income, are your taxes going to be higher or are they going to be lower? And we've talked about this before. So, you know, if you look at where we stand with the federal budget, the deficit and things like that, um, if you believe taxes are going to be higher when you retire, then you may want to consider a Roth 401k. So a lot of things to consider. And again, please sit down with a qualified expert to discuss this. Sure. And, you know, hearing you talk about these accounts, I hear the one common thread. And what you mainly have to look at is so much of these accounts and our financial and retirement strategies all comes down to taxes. Uh, the way it sounds to me is what you're saying. And uh, you know, let's not forget, taxes don't stop when you retire, right? Nope, they don't. Uh, absolutely not. So, right. So we want to look at, you know, when you retire, what you expect your income to be, you know, where are taxes going to be? So we always want to look at planning ahead of time and let's do it the right way. Sit down with a CPA and a qualified expert. So, and by the way, Tony, there's another type of employer-sponsored plan I want to talk about. Uh, it's called a 457B. 
So a lot of our listeners out there, they work for a state or local government or an agency. So if you do, you may be able to utilize this plan. So much like a 401k, a 457b lets you utilize pre-tax money and the account's tax deferred until you begin taking withdrawals after you retire. After age 59 and a half, then it's gonna be treated as regular income. So one should note that some 457 plans also come with Roth options. So the Roth 401k, they could have a Roth 457b. So they, we want everyone to be able to check that out. Again, very similar to 401k, 457, great plan. They may have Roth options also. Sure. And then there's a 403B. And, and so that's similar to a 401k too. It depends on what field you're in. I know a lot of teachers and things might have a 403B or nonprofit. So uh, it's interesting. There are so many different types of accounts and we're talking about today various retirement savings tools and how some of them might fit into our listeners' broader financial strategy. So how would you like to get our last segment rolling? What do you want to talk about next, Jeff? Okay, so the last segment I want to talk about small businesses or self-employed individuals because sure. there's a there's a Forbes article and I love reading Forbes. They have great articles, the one best retirement plans for you. So they they have some really keen insights that I think will be really helpful for our listeners and there certainly are a vast amount of Americans, you know, listeners out there who are self-employed. Um, that have their own businesses. So we're going to take a look at that. So let's look at maybe some facts first, because this is this is pretty interesting. If you look at, there was a 2019 Pew Research Center study. So this study notes that 16 million Americans identify themselves as self-employed and another 29.4 work for self-employed individuals. I mean, just think of it. That's roughly 30% of the nation's entire workforce. Tony, that's a lot. That represents a big portion of our population. Wow. So uh, that's basically 45 million Americans either uh, own a small business or are self-employed or work for somebody uh, like that. That's insane. So uh, I hope you're going to tell us that even though those 45 million Americans are on their own for retirement, that they have options to save for retirement. That's exactly what I'm going to tell you. So the first option for a small business owner who doesn't have other retirement savings is that they can set up what's called a simple IRA. A simple IRA is a savings incentive match plan for employees. So it's called the simple IRA. So if you employ people through your small business, you can use this option to contribute to retirement accounts for your employees. I mean, it's a great idea. So they should be aware of contributions that have to meet one of two requirements. So these are the requirements. Either match an employee's contribution up to 3% of their total compensation or contribute 2% of an employee's salary, even if they don't contribute themselves. So, you know, you have, there's some factors you have to consider, but you know, with a simple IRA, your employees are immediately vested. So that when we talk vested or vesting, it means that you have complete 
control or ownership the employees do of their accounts. So that's pretty neat. In addition, it's it's really, I look at it this way, it, it could also be used as a good recruitment tool when it comes to hiring quality workers. So you can kind of dangle that there because uh, employers will pretty much give you free money. Yeah, and, and the contributions uh, that the employer makes, uh, if you own a small business, your contributions are tax deductible. So that sounds good. And, and really offering a simple IRA doesn't seem, it really does seem, I think, like it would go a long way to help you compete against the big boys to get good talent if you're offering something like that. So what's another good option? Okay, so we're going to look at one last one because I know we're running short on time. So another another option I like seeing business owners use is called a simplified employee pension or a SEP. I'm sure a lot of people heard of SEP plans. So business owners who have SEP plans must provide all, all employees. They have to provide these plans to all employees who earn at least $600 a year from the business who have also been employed with the business for at least three out of the last five years. And of course, they have to be 21 years old. So SEP plans are great. So let me talk about it a little more in detail. One of the things that makes SEP plans unique is that employees can employees can't make contributions. Only the employer can. So that's pretty neat. So in the article that I read, it explains that as of 2020, so we're going to go into limits here, you can contribute up to a maximum of 25% of an employee's salary or 57000 whichever is less. So that's a lot of money. Yeah. That is a lot. You know, we're talking about IRAs, you know, with 6000 or 7000 but here you can up to $57,000, which is great. But there's one wrinkle that should be really aware for all of us, that if you're contributing to your own SAP, you have to provide the same percentage to all employees SAP. So you can't discriminate. You have to do it the same, so it's the same factor. So, but on a bright note for business owners, you know, these contributions are tax deductible. So, you know, there's a lot of plans. We've covered simple, SEPs, a lot of different ones. And Tony, I, you know, there's other ones I'd like to go into, but for we really don't have the time on this segment. But I'll just tell you, there's a, two others that we use that I think are valuable just to take a look at. And maybe some other time we can talk about it. So the, the final two is payroll deduction plans. And the other one is what's called a solo 401k. Pretty okay. neat. Yeah. Yep. So, Tony, you know, regardless, uh, business owners, they have a lot of options. And a lot of options where they can save taxes because they can contribute for their employees and then write it off. And for individuals, so they can go ahead and start planning sure. really at any time as long as yeah, you have e- taxable income. Even if you're self-employed, which more and more people now are self-employed. As you said, there's 45 million Americans out there who are self-employed. So uh, I think that's really important, and I'm glad we talked about it a bit. But, yeah, great show. We're out of time, though. Uh, And uh, I want to say, before we go, you should let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you. If they have more questions, I know you're offering a a complimentary, no-cost, no-obligation consultation, correct? 
Yes, Tony, we're happy to sit down or discuss it over the phone. Uh, all of our listeners can call us at 941-362-0700, or they can go to our website at golfcoastwealthadvisors.com. They can check out our radio page. We have a lot of great resources on our website. Uh, I just hope, you know, what we try to do is educate, empower our clients with the knowledge, and then be true advisors to them. All right. That sounds great, Jeff. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Gulf Coast Financial Talk with our host, Jeff LaBelle. Thank you for listening to Gulf Coast Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Jeffrey LaBelle at Gulf Coast Wealth Advisors. Call 941-362-0700 or visit them online at gulfcoastwealthadvisors.com. Jeffrey LaBelle and Gulf Coast Wealth Advisors are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. Jeffrey LaBelle offers investment advisory services through Kovac Advisors, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. 6451 North Federal Highway, Suite 1201, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33308, 9544827771. Gulf Coast Wealth Advisors is not affiliated with Kovac Advisors, Inc. Jeffrey LaBelle is a registered investment advisor representative in Florida. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.